Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, hello and welcome to post-match reaction to the All Blacks versus Springboks 100th Test Match. Boy, oh boy, um, the heart is beating at the end of that one with just a two points in it um, at the uh, very end there. That was, uh, whoa, as I say, um, a really, really tight game in the end. Didn't necessarily look like it was going to be like that, to be honest, um, in uh, the, at the beginning of the game. Uh, we obviously saw a cracking try um, by Will Jordan after only two minutes. Uh, after Cody Taylor um, made a good break uh, and uh, uh, Jordan zoomed in, showing all of that pace um, to uh, put himself uh, uh, through there. Um, just seeing some of the point, the uh, the comments on um, on Twitter. Yeah, one of the worst All Blacks games I've seen, but yet we won. Um, it says uh, NZABCRU um, to me, and that uh, the error count in this game um, was off the charts. A lot of uh, um, a lot of mistakes in here. 22 turnovers by the All Blacks in this game to just the seven um, by the Springboks. Now, clearly, the All Blacks played much more of the rugby, particularly in the first half. Um, in the second half, uh, the uh, Springboks were forced to... Oh, uh, well, got, well, I guess got themselves one, one, one point in, in a better position to, to play, but also were perhaps forced to play a bit more um, as well, particularly in that last couple of minutes. But um, the uh, so hence... The number of um, uh, sort of runs and passes by the Springboks um, jumped up uh, from where it was at uh, halftime. But that first half in particular, it really was Springboks putting the ball in the air. 38 kicks in total, so one every two minutes, just about, um, to just 18 um, by the uh, All Blacks um, in this one. Early on, um, the mistakes that uh, the Springboks made was clearly that they were that their kicks were not getting into the stands. Their kicks were just over the line, allowing the All Blacks to take quick line-out balls. Um, and by uh, doing that, um, they, uh, uh, the, the, they allowed the All Blacks to keep that pace up, which is exactly how the All Blacks wanted to play. Joining me for a quick chat, um, I've got Con. How are you doing, sir? Well... Um, it was a tense game, so um, uh, the heart rate is probably about 178, 
and it's dropped to about 152. Um, <laughs> the, bears, the bears today didn't help that, but uh, but generally, um, I would say uh, lucky, lucky, lucky. That's how I felt at the end. It was uh, it was very good to get the win, but um, I don't. I, I at the 70th minute, I said to my brother, I was watching with my brother, um, and I said to him, uh, I, I feel like this is this is uh, you know written in stars that the Springboks are going to collect a very close, uh, famous win, uh, and based off not necessarily exceptional Springbok skill, but uh, all black mistakes. But look, um, you know, I'm, I'm pleased. Just just a more relieved. Actually, I'm more relieved than pleased. That makes sense. I, it definitely is, is, is a relief when this is not a uh, yeah not a jubilation win at all. And, and uh, I'll be honest, yeah, ten minutes before the end, I'm like, yeah, All Blacks have lost this one, um, and the Springboks have got it. Now the All Blacks had a lot more opportunities to take to score points, but they chose not to. Um, and we saw them kicking it to the corner. To the lock, corner. And Richard on Twitter goes, "Should they not take the goal? Absolutely, they should." Um, they, there's at least. Um, five or six opportunities where they went corner where they should have taken points. Now, would they have all have been, would, would, does that mean automatically 15 extra points? No, it doesn't. But it does mean that um, that there were definitely extra points there available that they turned down by going to the corner. Uh, and I think that, uh, yeah, the All Blacks need to remember what a test match really is. And I think this this was a real test match for them. Yes, they did. They did fortunately make some uh, decisions to to go for the three when at times it, it almost seemed like they wouldn't so um at the at the what was it the uh 70 75th minute uh i got into a very short but very fierce argument with my brother about whether they're about to take the three and he was like <laughs> no they're definitely not going to take it it's too far and i'm like they're gonna take it um and uh, obviously they took it so there were a couple of moments where they did take the three but as you say they they tended to go for uh, well they, they didn't take all their kicks they, they almost it seemed like they weren't confident that they could kick the 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 that, that they would it it was worth um, attempting the the somewhat difficult kicks um, but I guess no, uh, I, 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 I don't think so the, 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 Ardy, uh was was clearly backing the boys to do the business yep. and the line out misfired today big time again one of the points which has made here yeah is um line out suspect and they were um the the, the springboks really got up competed well and stole a number of line outs uh even five minutes five meters from five minutes even five meters from their own line when normally you don't you stay down and you just contest them all they were putting players up there and disrupting the line out uh so yeah the the um and we know look the springboks have got a very good line out uh yeah they, they do very well there with that one there was an interesting moment paul where um I sort of, uh, I was in the first half in particular, I was actually quite uh, excited by the All Blacks lineout because they were taking uh, very quick lineouts. They were they were walking up and uh, the players were getting in line, usually after the spring, sometimes when the spring box had been set for a while, sometimes when the spring box was still getting the players in position. And then the throw would occur, you know, um, a couple of, a second after all players were sort of, uh, you know, in, in, in their position. And I thought that was a direct tactic to avoid, uh, well, to, to, to prevent the Springboks from, uh, I guess, getting prepared to do a steal. And it seemed to be working. And then later on in the game, it, it, it seemed like the communication broke down a bit and they needed to, uh, you know, someone needed to, uh, you know, move forward to Cody to, to get the call. 
and it slowed it down. And, and that, that was often when we seemed to lose those, uh, you know, the contested lineouts. Whereas before then, in the first half, a lot of lineouts, not all of them, but a lot of the lineouts were uh, were uncontested because we were doing it so quickly. And I quite liked that. Um, did you see that, or was I? Um, uh, I might have been. Um, I only seen a few of those and assumed they were taking place uh, more often than they were. No, I guess I didn't really notice that one so much. But uh, yeah, no, the um, I mean, what I did notice was that the Springboks changed their kicking their kicks in the first two minutes. Those kicks were just going a meter over the over the sideline, allowing a quick line out to be taken straight away. Um, but uh, after that, they were kicking them into the stands, which is what they needed to do, which meant you had to set a line out because it's then been touched by someone out of play. Um, so, um, so yes, there is there is, there is that one. Um, there's been obviously. Uh, as we do in all these games, we have a whole bunch of comments about the referee. But on the whole, um, I thought the referee had a decent game. Uh, and if he's not complaining what, about how Luke Pierce um, comment, uh, uh, did, did that one. Um, there are definitely um, some comments around the water breaks and the amount of, uh, and, uh, the, uh, the amount of time um, that, uh, that we had stoppages for players who would go down and, and a, um, uh, uh, and a medic would come on. Look. At the moment, uh, this is how it's being policed, uh, and so they're allowed to happen. Uh, it's no different than any other game. But I do agree that players who go down and need medical attention should get off the pitch, um, and that water boys should only be allowed on the pitch after a try. Uh, but the, uh, they're not going to die of dehydration um, from that. So let, let's let's uh, let's reduce let, let let's stop the amount of uh, slowing down of the game that um, that is allowed. Look, the Springboks are doing what they're allowed to do by uh by water rugby laws and so uh it, it is uh, it is what it is and all, all teams will uh play the laws to the best advantage of how they play um the uh, some of the comments also in here of um is is, is clearly the handling errors um uh, that, that have been mentioned 23 turnovers um i don't know if you got it con, con but uh, 23 turnovers by the all blacks there the handling errors were at were really um really poor um, the um, uh, so um, the so to me uh, that um, yeah that's the, yeah, the 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 All Blacks needed to realise that things weren't clicking and why weren't they clicking? Well, because South Africa pressure to be put bluntly. Um, also, South Africa uh, had two open had two open sides in uh, Sia Khaleesi and um, Quagga Smith. Quagga had a cracking day uh, at the breakdown, and that mobile. Um, uh, the duo meant that this, the All Blacks were never getting quick ball, um, and it was always dirty ball for TJ. I know TJ has taken a whole bunch of flack in some of the uh, social media. Uh, I'm not sure it was entirely his fault. I don't think the forwards were giving him the right platform and clearing out the players enough, um, to my mind. Um, and so, therefore, uh, yeah, the the All Blacks did change things up a bit at halftime with how they handled the rucks, but still. Uh, not, not not doing enough, and I think they really missed having a Sam Kane, Dawson Papi Leahy uh, person on the pitch to get around and, and get those rucks in time. Yeah, look, I, I think you're right. I think um, at times, particularly in the first half, I was disappointed they weren't they were not contesting the breakdown seriously enough, and kind of allowing the Springboks to get the tur turnovers. And they weren't getting as many turnovers in the first half as they could have. Um, I was kind of, um, you know, some of them were, just seemed weak, particularly when we were in the uh, 22 or near the 22. But, um, yeah, the turnover, the stats were pretty, pretty poor for us. I think the, uh, 
the the handling errors. I mean, the, the, I'm not. My take on it was handling errors were just so frustrating. I, I was, um, you know, yelling might be a bit of an overstatement, but I was very vocal that, uh, you know, when we'd kick, <laughs> when we'd kick to a line out, and we'd have the have, have you know, it'd be our position. I was saying, just do not lock it on this time. Hold on to the ball. No, not hold on to the ball because they do their offloads, but the knock-ons were terrible. And and there was, um, you know, understandably, the pressure from the spring box causing the knock-ons and the short, uh, close offloads, close to contact offloads. But, um, you know, TJ and a few others knocked the ball on, um, you know, at you know get, getting ready to make a pass. And, and those other times, which were really frustrating, avoidable, uh, knock-ons that weren't in sort of uh, high-risk, high close-contact areas were pretty frustrating. I think it was a little a little bit uncharacteristic would be how I'd say it. Maybe not. Um, I think uncharacteristic kind of, you know, uh, probably doesn't give the Springboks enough credit for their work in creating the pressure that caused those knock-ons. But I think there were just a few too many. Um, and I'm not talking... Under the high ball was a bit different. Under the high ball was frustrating. I think, uh, you know... A half the first half, I would have said that it had been pretty good, but the second half, uh, not so good. They definitely uh, made us pay. Their tactics were working very well for them, and it was difficult to watch. Um, <laughs> but look, uh, you know, it was what's your take on, on their tactics, Paul? Oh, look, um, and uh, apart from the last two minutes, and uh, LB says here, I can't believe the, the box forgot how to close out a game. Um, last two minutes was the worst close out of the game I've seen, stupid kicking. Absolutely. Um, if you've got two minutes left and you, you, you need to score um, score the points, hold on to the ball. Um, absolutely there. Uh, but look, contrast of styles, okay? It is a very different style of uh, very different um, tactics by the Springboks, um, but it's a valid uh, uh, it, it's a valid tactic to, to, to put the ball up. I say uh, 38 kicks in that game, so a kick every two minutes. Um, now look, they've got some very good kick chasers, some very good people who can who can uh, contest those kicks. Now, did I think that there were a few people flooding the uh, the catching area and standing there? Um, yes, I did. I think that, that and that's something that that's, uh, we've World Rugby has um, disallowed. You have to get up and challenge. You can't just stand where the ball's coming down. Um, and I think with the, that that was allowed to happen today. Um, now, if the referee's allowing it then it's allowed at the end of the day. And you've got to adapt to the referee and take the referee out of the game. Um, we were um, There's some people complaining in our, our Facebook chat about um, the uh, about the referee. And it's kind of like, no, you've got to, if the, the, the reason you, you can say that um, the uh, Springboks are being illegal at the ruck, if you like, but if the referee's letting them do it, you're allowed to do it. And you've just got to put more players in there and clear them out. Um, and, and if you're not going to commit to the ruck, as we've said, then that's what's going to happen. So no, I, I think, yeah, the, the, uh, Look, the Springboks got there, and it's one of these one of these LBs been saying they played to their DNA. They played and, and they stuck to it, uh, and it really worked for them. The All Blacks yeah. should have been taking threes. If they'd been taking threes early on, that would have created more of a more, more of a um, uh, more of scoreboard pressure that would have opened up the game. They didn't do that, yeah, uh, and it's it's their own fault. Agree completely. I think um, I think they. Uh... Well, so South Africa, um, their their tactics were very clear before the game, and they did them, and they did did the tactics well. Um, I think uh, 
I think South African fans and, and even uh, New Zealand fans were pretty perplexed with the uh, the box kick that was put up in early, I think, the 78th minute, uh, or it might have been 77th minute, but it was... But that, but to be fair, that was their tactic, and it didn't surprise it. It didn't surprise me when you think about the fact that they weren't confident in their ability to penetrate the line. So their tactic had to be uh, to uh, take the chance for an all-black error. Now it was enough minutes that if there was a knock-on, they could then potentially get the scrum reset and then push for a penalty and then push for whatever. But it, but that's their tactic. That, that, that was their, that was their move. They're not confident in uh, their ability to penetrate the line, and so they had to do it. Um, and I think it was fair because they weren't really uh, uh, dangerous on um, on attack. Maybe a tiny amount on counter attack, um, but generally they 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 weren't weren't their, their back line wasn't really given the opportunity, and they didn't seem confident in it. It was very it was a very interesting. T- so and, and probably the last ten minutes, it was incredibly frustrating because they they were right. You know, it was it was causing the All Black players to drop the ball. So you know, you, you're sitting there and going, "Oh, you know," when they put the box kick up, there was this sort of minor feeling of dread because you you <laughs> you knew that they were they were making the right decision for them at that time. Now we as uh, you know, fans of running around. No, no, hang on. No, I, th- I think like you, that. You, Sorry, that, that that you just said that they were making the right decision for them. I don't think it's a lack of confidence of being able to break the line. I think it is a okay. matter of this is how we have decided to. This is our tactic. How we decided to play. Yeah. This is how we are. How we've trained to play. And this is this is how we think the best option for us to win the game is. I don't think it's about lack of confidence. Things about the same. This is this is our best way to win the game. Um, and so I think that's where it's from. Yeah. Like, so I think it's a different approach than. Everyone thinks, oh well, look, you only revert to this if you can't do X, Y, Z. No, no, no. They, they've 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 actively chosen this rather than it being the last option because it's their yeah. best option. And I think that's it's a different I think, mindset. I think the reason the reason I said it was because um, my my observation was that um, they they ran the ball. Uh, sorry, they they made um, more than three or maybe more than two. Um, uh, uh, what, what what's it called? Sequences? No, there's a there's a there's a term for phases. you know uh, phases. There there were three phases. There, there were only three phases once in the game, and that was probably in the last twenty minutes or or, or sort of the in, in you know around the twenty five. Uh, sorry, the fifteen minutes to go. Maybe it was earlier. Maybe it was ten minutes. And then in uh, before that um, that uh, uh, in around the seventy eighth minute when they did do that, um, you know, arguably. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Risky and possibly poor decision-making. I, I noticed a commenter in your, in your chat commented that he couldn't believe, I assume a South African fan, that South Africa uh, made that decision to kick the ball in the 78th minute. I think they had a little bit of probing, just a couple of phases, and they weren't going anywhere and they, they decided to kick it. Um, but, yeah, it, it's... At the time, I think uh, you're, you're right. It was the tactic. They they had a. It seemed to me that the tactic was uh, one phase, you know, one pass, maybe two passes. Second phase, the same. Third phase, kick it, or or don't get to the third phase. Box kick, box kick after two, two, oh. two short phases. That was the tactic. It, it, it was even even box kick after one phase. Uh, it was yeah, get yeah, it up, uh, make it make it contestable. If we can get the the knock on, fantastic. Get a scrum, try and get a penalty. Line out more penalty, kick the three. It's it's a very it's an absolutely valid way of playing. It, it may not be the most exciting way of playing, but it's about winning, and it's about having. And yep. when you've got players like Diaga, um, uh, uh, you've got players like Etzebeth, um, who are great line out um, potential. Uh, when you've got six world class uh, front rowers who can uh, who can um, alternate, uh, you've got like Mostert coming on, and you can you know you're going to have a, a solid. Uh, if if not dominant um, set piece, it's a way to go. It's, it's definitely the way for the uh, for South Africa um, to go about. I mean, um, good point here that, uh, that this was never about the rugby championship for, for South Africa. This was all about the uh, about uh, their greatest rival, the All Blacks, and putting up a good game. Um, and they've done yep. that, to be, to be honest with them, after some really lackluster games where they've not been mentally up for it, but from 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 off the pitch from outside, they were mentally up for this game. Um, and uh, and the 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 line speed was much better. There, the uh, the the, the um, challenging at the ruck was much better. This was yeah. This was, so this was a much better game from them, um, uh, as 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 uh, totally from 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 all facets. They've um, now. Do I think it should have been that close at the end? No, I don't. I think the All Blacks should have kicked earlier and should have created a bit more of a buffer uh, and not put themselves. I, I think the All Blacks, if they'd lost this game, would have no one to blame but themselves. Uh, and Absolutely. Not, uh, Talking about the yeah, the referee was not a decider in this. It was tactical decisions about when you kick posts, when you don't, um, and, and 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 making your own errors and or being forced into own errors. Um, in, yeah. in, in, in this and execution. No. Like, I think yeah. I think a, a better a better execution, and and I, and I say that with the fact that uh, Sapper was the reason, or at least a significant portion of the reason for the lack of execution. But uh, execution and also tactical decision making, as you say, Paul, was um, it, look. I, how I feel about it at the moment uh, for South Africa fans. Look, I think South Africa fans just want to say, um, I think uh, this. My take would be that um, while it is a loss for them. Uh, it definitely restores some, um, um, I guess, pride after the previous two weeks. Like they, they, they could have won that game. I don't think should have, but they could have won that game uh, very easily, um, uh, uh, and and it would have been a her- heroic win if they had. And so I think after the previous uh, uh, two weeks, where the first game they were they were close loss, and the second game a comfortable loss. Um, you know, it is a a bit of a, um, it should restore some pride uh, coming into the next game. I do think, though, that um, it this was the game that South Africa, you know, was going to win. 
Um, and I and and I could be wrong about this as usual. I'm I'm very often wrong. Um, but uh, I, I do think that um, next week it it it. it I get the feeling it might be a slightly uh, more comfortable win for the All Blacks. That would be an early pick, but we shall see. And and yeah, Paul, I just wanted to ask you. As, oh, sorry, go ahead, I was just I was going to agree with you there. I thought this was if if the if the box were going to win one of the two games, it was going to be the first one. Um, it just I just don't know if they've got the gas to to to, to get up for it again next week. Yeah. Now, Paul, I wanted to ask you. You're a semi uh, impartial uh, viewer, uh, I presume, with your with your British and Irish Lions uh, top on. Um, yep. And I don't see an all black shot. Uh, I don't see an all black uh, um, shirt in the background there that I can see. Um, so uh, what? <laughs> um, uh, so what was your take on it as a as a spectacle? You know, there, it was obviously not the you know the most free flowing rugby, but there was tension. Oh look, as 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 a um, uh, as, as a spectacle, as as as, as you know, like you say, tack, uh, look, the, 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 we we didn't the, we we had errors all over the we had errors all over the place, um, and it was more of a purist game um, than perhaps one for the uh, for, for the for the neutral, as it were, um, from from that point of view, as, as far as, as as far as razzmatazz went, right? But it was a an absolute edge of your seat game the whole way through. Uh, you were fully invested. Well, I was fully invested. In it. Look, I've got skin in the game. The, all the provincial jerseys behind me, but um, yeah, so I do have some some skin in the game. But yeah, no, you, you, it was an enthralling contest um, that was really tight, uh, and because of that, yeah, no, it was great. It was um, it was great viewing um, from that point of view. At uh, even though it's seventeen, sorry, not what nineteen seventeen, and what we had two tries in the whole game. I think it was. Um, so you would have said yeah. so. So um, in the first what six like, minutes. Both in the first six minutes, yeah. Um, yeah. So we only had two tries, both in the first six minutes. So you would say, "Oh dear me, a bit of a grinder." Uh, but actually, no. It was a uh, yeah, no. It was a fully enthralling contest. Um, the and in some ways, probably because of the mistakes, rather rather than necessarily despite them, um, as as well. Uh, and uh, you didn't know which way it was going to go. I say, like, with ten minutes to go, I was convinced that the Springboks had won it. Um, so the yeah, uh, the, I, I um, too. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was one Elvis of those ones where the shut up mains. Sorry, just quick. Elvis says, "Hope you shut up uh, mains." Look, it's never going to shut up Laurie mains, but yes, I, I agree with you there. And that old pom. Well, hey, no need to refer <laughs> to me as that old pom, okay? Jeez. Um, so there we go. I think he's off. I think Clive Woodward or something. Like You're not that old, to be honest, Paul. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it, it, it did feel like one of those games where uh, you know I got got to the seventieth uh, uh, minute, and and I remember when I was younger, they always used to say the All Blacks never lose; they just run out of time. In the last 15 years, there's been several occasions where that hasn't been the case. The All Blacks have been, you know, 2019 World Cup semi-final. If the game ran for another another uh, 300 minutes, the All Blacks would have won by lost by about 50 points. So um, sometimes the All Blacks don't just run out of time. But this was one where it kind of felt like, oh, they might um, they might get the penalty at the right time and tip the balance by a couple of points. I do think that. Um, uh, oh, the George Bridge uh, uh, under the high ball in the first twelve minutes um, was was a bit concerning, but uh, the I, I do think South Africa um, didn't look as as you know they they have some great backs, you know, great attacking backs, and I, I always I, I still wonder if they you know if they did change their game plan what the outcome would be because I um, you know you do wonder if the wings are in favour of the fact that most of their time on the field is chasing 
um, Gary Owens, you know, box kicks and trying to uh, effectively disrupt the or pick, pick up knock on or tap a ball. Um, and yeah, I guess it, it, okay. but in saying that, you know, it, it, they were vindicated that it almost worked very, very well for them. So a couple of things um, before I get onto to, on, onto that comment. Uh, Stephen Bissett is asking, um, why am I wearing a Lions jersey? Um, look, I was at the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup game between Bay of Plenty versus uh, Wellington today. And I was quickly looking through my jerseys before heading to that game, thinking, what rugby jersey can I wear that isn't biased uh, between the two of them? So grab <laughs> my Lions jersey. Uh, so that's why I'm wearing my Lions jersey, because I was at uh, the rugby. I will be at... Um, the Bay of Plenty versus Taranaki tomorrow, and I'll wear my Chiefs jersey for that because it's the Chiefs Cup on the line between those two between those two teams. So keep an eye out for post-match interviews from that game that I'll po be posting up uh, and also comments on Twitter. Now, back to your point about the backs. In Cozy, two runs in the entire game, zero passes for 18 metres. One of those was the try, which he collected yeah. off a kick that was dropped. So, yes, he only touched the ball twice in the game, one of those was off was was off a drop kick. Oh, I mean, there's a player who can play. We we've seen him in yeah. Super Rugby. We know he can play. Um, it's a real shame. Um, Mapimpi got a fantastic try scoring record. Uh, one pass, three runs for 14 meters. Again, yeah, just not put in space and given an opportunity. Um, compare that to say Wayne Bridge, nine runs. Havili, uh, sorry, Will Jordan, six runs. Barrett, Jordy Barrett, eleven runs. Um, I mean, Jordy Barrett made. The, more runs of perhaps the nearly the whole of the back line of the uh, um, or the outside backs when you think that what Maru was three in Cozy two, uh, Am another three and three from Mapimpi, that's eleven. That's those four. Cody Taylor would have had more. Time. I would have thought Cody Taylor would have, would have had more running meters than the rest of the Springbok back line combined. That might be a bit extreme, but he. That is extreme. He only made three, four like meters, six runs. Okay, there we um, go. He just, so he just made one that was very, very obvious. Obviously. It was a good. <laughs> it was. It was a really. It was a really good one. So, um, what about? Do, do you have the stats on missed tackles, Paul? Yeah, I do have the stats on missed tackles as well. And uh, yeah, the Springboks did not uh, shower themselves in, in glory. This one, unfortunately, for them. Uh, yeah, and Cozy missed a couple. And missed a couple. Delende missed three. Mapimpi missed two as well, as did Pollard. So the back line really did miss quite a few tackles um, in this one. What about the total for, for, the, for the teams in comparison with each other? Sorry, Paul. Oh, massively. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a big difference. So um, if you the um, 23 missed tackles by the Springboks to 14 by the All Blacks. Oh, okay. Um, it's probably more than so, I thought, as in the, the, the difference isn't as high as I thought, but um, interesting. And so, so who did you think... Um, from each team was was standout uh, who, who played really Sorry, just, well. Just, uh, what, what's oh, my sorry. point with these stats? My point with these stats is that I just feel sad. I feel upset for those players in that I just want to see them do more. Um, it's that, that that that's just my point is that I think there's wasted that the that the, 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 the Springboks have got wasted talent or, or talent that's not being utilised out there uh, that I would like to have seen. That that's really that's really my my, my point with those running stats from from the uh, um, is that I, yeah. I, I just, yeah. So that's that's what, that's what that is. Um, sort of players who stood out when well, you got to say from a Springbok point of view, Quagga Smith. Uh, he was immense today. Yep. Um, for them, uh, at, at, at that breakdown, um, the I, I thought Jordy Barrett actually had a good game today. I know a lot of people who was saying some flack from the commentators about him under the high ball, um, but I thought I thought actually he had a good game. Sure, he didn't quite. He took meet some great catches. Although both of them great ones, so yeah, 
Um, so yeah, no, I thought Geordie um, had a uh, had a particularly good one from um, uh, from the All Blacks. Um, the I, I disappointed by um, by um, Akira Awani. Uh, yeah, dropped a couple today um, yep. on um, missed tackle uh, as well. Uh, and yeah, um, Isaac goes. Blackadder was good. Look, agreed. Yes, he was, but I think I I, I still think that that back row of Blackadder, Awani, and um, uh, Sevilla is too is is not quick enough around the park when you're up against um, uh, uh, Quagga Smith and Siakalisi. Uh, so to me, I think it's unbalanced. So whilst he might have you might have seen him do good things, I don't think that the, I don't think the back three was I don't think that loose trio was delivering what was needed by the All Blacks uh, in that sense. So yes, technically he might have done he might have not done anything wrong, but I also don't think he was. Uh, providing what the All Blacks needed, um, in that yep. sense. No, he, um, he had a, he had a very very visible uh, first half, um, and uh, uh, you know I think he got he got one really good turnover. Uh, he was he was good with the ball, um, made some you know exceptional tackles. Uh, so uh, yeah, he, he had a very visible first half. Interesting. Yep. Um, uh, Keegan asks, um, anyone else think this ref was poor? No, I think the ref was good. No. Oh, I, think uh, was, I think there was there was a couple of penalties. I must admit, there, there, there was maybe at least I don't, I don't remember which one it was, but there was uh, one penalty which I thought was a bit tough on the All Blacks for a scrum. Um, but I actually thought a couple of the penalties, uh, even the commentators, you know, it, it seemed like the All Blacks might have got a little bit lucky. But overall, I, I did think he was very good, great at communication, um, and uh, yeah, I I, I, I I thought he was positive. Maybe it's biased to be fair, but okay. uh, look, he is is what is is the best communicating referee in world rugby, uh, and he's one of the best referees at the moment in world rugby. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the the problem with the uh, commentators that we had also we had the New Zealand commentary folks. If you're watching from overseas, you'd have had the uh, host broadcasters commentary. Um, is that uh, Justin Marshall needs to go and learn the laws of the game, put bluntly. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, yep. but um, yeah, I was I was ranting about some of the some of the comments that came out from the from them about uh, the referee. Um, so from, from from that point of view, um, so yeah, so that's I think uh, we've I've already talked about bridge having a shocker. Um, I thought Jordy, I say Jordy had a good one. Uh, Habibi did okay, but yeah, some poor hands. Mm-hmm. Rico just didn't really seem to we didn't see, see him much in this game um, from an All Blacks point of view. From a from a uh, Springboks, yeah, Am and Delende were pretty. Um, uh, we're, we're pretty, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, pretty anonymous as well. Um, but yeah, it was their fours that did the work for them. Uh, Pollard, hot and cold uh, with some of his kicks. Yeah. Uh, Faf, I think, back to one of his better games um, for... Um, Very accurate kicking from... Uh, well, P- Pollard's uh, uh, kick, for, you know, um, return, uh, sorry, um, you know, uh, when he was... When he was Kicking from the halfway point, whatever that's called, um, it yep. was on a dime every time. It would go in the same spot. It looks like it's going out from the cam angle, and then it would go straight down, same spot, exactly where it was supposed to be. But as you say, his penalty um, when he was trying to uh, uh, kick out from a penalty, he he wasn't. It didn't necessarily uh, not go out as you do see sometimes, not like Tom Banks uh, from a few weeks ago, but um, it wasn't accurate. Uh, didn't give them the territory they needed. But yeah. Fact, and that kick that went down as well was, uh, was, was an absolute shocker. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. 
but so, but but I think yeah, I think Faf's defence when he shoots out uh, was much better this week. He was, he was making much better decisions about who to who to target, uh, who to close down, uh, and yeah, also his box kicking was better. Herschel Yangchi's yeah, a bit short sometimes, um, particularly that last one. But um, so yeah, so I thought yeah, I thought Faf had a much better game as well. Um, on on that one, um, looking forward, LB said he hopes that they uh, that they we see some more of the. Uh, Second or more, the wider training squad or wider squad in, in for, the, for the spring box. I think they need to after three tough games. Um, and um, yeah, I'd hope that the All Blacks change a couple as well. But uh, I think the All Blacks need a bit more um, uh, working on combinations and understanding what their best 15 is um, on that one um, as well. Uh, David uh, Badunda uh, says, Just waking up in Europe, did the All Blacks win? Yes, they did. They won 19 17 um, in the end. Uh, for that one, um, at uh, in it, Con, thank you very much for joining me. Um, uh, post match for the uh, All Blacks versus Springboks 100th edition. Um, we'll uh, I'll be back also at midnight, um, after the uh, Wallabies versus the Pumas. Probably a bit of a quicker show after that one as it's midnight here in New Zealand. Um, and uh, we'll be uh, say so I'll be at Bay of Plenty versus Taranaki tomorrow. Thank you, Con, and thank you everyone who's joined us in the live, live chat. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Thank you very much. Take care, everyone.